Uh, right, hello, uh, everybody. Welcome to today's uh, Trend Signal podcast. It's the 20th of July, 2020, uh, and this is the How to Trade Forex and Stock Markets podcast, where we do a bit of a review of really what's going on at the moment in the news, the fundamentals, the economics out there, and really what we should be looking at it to help us with our trading decisions. And as ever, uh, I'm joined with our chief analyst, uh, Jerry Miller. Hello, Jerry. Uh, hello. Hi there. Uh, and Jerry will uh, obviously make sense of it all as he always does. Um, this is Adrian Boothy here. I'm the head of trading here at TrendSignal. Uh, and today, what we're going to be talking about is really the euro rising, stocks rising um, amid well, what was until a short while ago a bit of a eurozone stalemate. But it seems there might be a little bit of light coming through. But uh, Jerry, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on with um, with the eurozone and the rescue fund and and all of that stuff. Yeah, OK. Um, well, first thing this morning, uh, e, i.e. Uh, early Monday morning, uh, stocks were in a bit of a retreat. Far East markets and uh, European markets were on a bit of the back foot. And it's really following the lack of any deal uh, in the Eurozone regarding this uh, 750 billion uh, rescue fund. Um, this summit, gosh, when did this start? So it started on Friday, Saturday it was scheduled and it went into Sunday. Then they pushed it into Monday as well. I think there's a certain amount of reluctance of the people attending to reschedule another summit in August. So uh, they've just been knuckling down trying to get on with it. Um, and I think that this time last week we were talking about it and you questioned me, Adrian, on, on who the frugal northern states were. Uh, and I, I came did, up with yeah. Netherlands. And I think I mentioned Sweden, but I didn't know the other two. And I've, I've foolishly suggested it was France, but all the Frenchmen probably thinking I'm mad. Uh, no, the frugal four, uh, they're people, we love giving people um, description so the frugal four are um sweden and denmark uh, sorry and netherlands but denmark and austria the other two adrian so uh, they're the four uh, and they are sort of pretty unhappy about the way that the money is being granted or given away uh, because when money is given away uh, it's not really deployed in the same careful manner as money that's loaned um, and i think the major concern as well is that the frugal northern states uh, the ones i've just mentioned are going to pay in more into the fund a lot more into the fund than they're going to receive any benefit but that's what happens when you join the uh, eurozone it's the collective yeah. now uh, and this, but this sets a precedent adrian as i was mentioning to you earlier that this is now this is what's happened and can happen again. And I think that's one of the reasons why uh, the Dutch and the um, uh, Swedes were particularly keen to make sure that it wasn't, I mean, 750 billion giveaway is quite a chunk of money. And most of it is going to Southern Europe. Yeah. And, and of course, being a, a grant rather than a loan, it has certain connotations perhaps about how it's going to be spent. You'd, you'd certainly be a lot more, um, careful uh, and manage probably a loan better because it's got to be repaid than uh, than a grant wouldn't you and i think that's part of their main problem isn't it yeah yeah and as i said it, it does set the precedent but uh, you know the, the the northern states seem to have been absolutely committed to ensuring that this issue is dealt with properly now and and, and in the future because as i said it sets a precedent and precedent and needless to say that the southern states the likes of italy and spain are totally opposed to the watering down of the original deal mm. and i think that was the original proposal that was merkel along with uh, gosh macron and a couple of others uh, god was it back in late march early april um anyway um I think the lack of deal was sort of hampering the stock markets earlier on, 
but I believe that they managed to get a deal uh, in the last sort of couple of hours. The EU hardliners, there's another name for them, the frugal northern mm -hmm. states, the frugal four, the hardcore, uh, they apparently are ready to accept a bit of, it is a watered down deal. So Italy and Spain said they weren't going to accept a watered down deal. Well, they've had to accept a watered down deal. And the frugal four have to, have to accept that um, they're now proposing 390 billion in grants uh, instead of the 750. So there's a compromise from the frugal four, and there's a compromise from the likes of Italy, Spain, Portugal, and uh, Greece. So yeah. it's not signed and sealed yet, but that's what's why the markets are reacting the way they are. Yeah, because uh, and it's interesting to say that bring it back to the markets. The equity markets were down uh, this morning. If I look at the uh, the DAX chart, and this is a daily chart, but you can. See the pin down to its lows. I mean, we've rallied nearly 200 points off the lows now uh, on the DAX since, uh, since I guess, when that announcement came out. So that's quite, it's quite some rally uh, off those lows there, looking, looking like a pretty strong candlestick right now, uh, really. Yeah, actually, in a following on nicely from last week, Jerry, as well, which was a, a pretty strong week for equities, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the market had a wobble around um, the opening uh, at 8 o'clock, and the market sort of piled off. Um, the DAX was sort of trading around there. Uh, 12,920, 12,930, something like that. And they went down to, well, the lows, they hit 12,800, uh, but they yeah. bounced since then. So, uh, so it's positive, um, and it looks like the deal um, is uh, has been agreed in principle. Obviously, they're going to have to wait uh, for the finer, the fine print and people um, signing off on it, but I think they're going to want to put this one to bed as soon as they can. Yeah, markets last week, they did really well. Yeah, uh, FTSE, Dow, S&P, DAX, Nikkei, all the major... Um, stock markets were higher. Um, seems mm. they've, they've sort of moved another notch higher, Adrian, on the back of some pretty positive news, really. Um, yeah. I mean, we we yeah. all thought perhaps the S and P's was back up, just just slightly took out those highs from early June, didn't it? Uh, on the S and P's, we're holding off there at the moment, but but yeah, very very strong. Um, yeah, you can't yeah. you can't seem to stop it, can you? At the moment, but maybe maybe Tesla's results will do something about that this week. Who knows? Oh, God, yeah, well, and a lot more besides. But uh, no, it, it, talking about the Q2 earnings in the states, you, we were all thinking, I wonder if it's going to justify recent prices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, the market took it in its stride. Uh, you know, there was something like uh, a quarter of all um, S&P 500 companies have given up on guidance uh, because they just hadn't got a clue being uh, forced into this lockdown um, and so there was a little bit of sort of well where is it going to come in and I think on balance the, the results have not been worse than expected um, yeah. and they tend to downplay those expectations but look at the stock market you've got the chart up there now I mean uh, we're not a million miles away from the highest we were at pre the pandemic so uh, <laughs> we've, we've talked about multiples in previous weeks and multiples of uh, of earnings and you know they've talked about that there being a broadly about a 45 or 47 percent cut in profits um, for this quarter and it will make it the worst quarter since 2008 uh, if that's yep, the case right. in stocks mm -hmm. and yet Look at where the share price is. But of course, so they're seeing, they're, but, they're, but they're seeing past that now, Adrian, as we discussed yeah. in previous weeks. So they are now, they, investors, the prices are now predicting a V-shaped recovery. They're predicting a rebounding growth, um, something that is not going to be across all sectors. Um, as we know, uh, the top five tech companies make up 20% of the S&P 500. It's extraordinary. Um, yeah. And the likes of Amazon 
have increased in value by more than the top 10 companies in the in the uh, FTSE 100 are worth in, in combination. So it's just an extraordinary uh, tale of um, extraordinary gains that, as I said, you know, don't confuse the stock market with the economy. The stock market is a stock market. It is looking at circumstances that may come to pass in the next 12, 15 months forward. Uh, so uh, to look at the poor record of the White House and coping with the corona um, pandemic, uh, problems with the Black Lives Matters protests, the problems with the polls, they're, they're seeing through this. Plus the fact that we know, Adrian, there's nowhere else to put your money. You're not going to put lock yeah. it into a bond and not get any money back. That just doesn't happen. Pay money, pay money out on it. Correct. Yeah, it yeah. makes it difficult. And actually, but there's there still continues to be some great moves uh, on the markets at the moment. And uh, you know, one of the things I did want to just quickly bring up before we move on to the move, the, the other information on currencies uh, um, movements last week, we are actually running a few events this week, um, which. Uh, listeners might be interested in coming along to where we're going to be um, teaching one of our trading strategies going through the, the live markets current opportunities talking about stop losses targets how we're identifying these trades in these markets looking at foreign exchange indices commodities and if you'd like to come along uh, and attend one of these live events uh, then you go to our short uh, website link uh, and if you're watching us on uh, YouTube you should be able to read that yourself but otherwise uh, it's uh, bit.ly so bit.ly slash learn ts so bit.ly slash learn ts if you go to that web page uh, register for a free live trading session and we'll teach you one of our favorite strategies which can help you take on some of these markets because there's been some decent moves hasn't there jerry and you look at some of the like i said the the, the indices they're up sort of around three to three percent and some of that being from some of the data so china was some good data wasn't it last week jerry? yeah we had uh, yeah it's a sort of backward looking number when they tell us how an economy had performed so that chinese quarterly gdp data uh, came in a lot better than consensus and that sort of set the tone although i understand that chinese retail sales weren't much to talk about but generally remember China went in lockdown really early on in February and came mm. out of it in um, you know late late um, April or uh, early May um, and has really been um, back onto full sort of bore really and it's done particularly well so you know look at that prediction of 2.2 came out at 3.2 people always question the state the Chinese state because it either tends to match or beat its expectations so the it 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 it, it doesn't like to criticise itself if you know what I mean Adrian. Um, but it, but it yeah. wasn't just the GDP in, in, in China. We also had the, those retail sales in the U.S. on uh, Thursday at 7.5% instead of 5%. The core retail sales 7.3% instead of 5%. So ma smashing uh, uh, consensus forecasts and the manufacturing data as well. Um, a mm. lot better than expected. The Philly Fed, um, that's the Philadelphia region. It's one of the um, key uh, federal districts where they measure um, these uh, manufacturing um, indices and at uh, 24.1 another sign that things are really recovering and you have this sort of issue now where we're looking at the coronavirus um, spread and the, the size of the infections now I mean it and Anthony Fauci he said it's going to grow from 27,000 it could go to 100,000 if we don't change policy well it's hit 72,000 or 66,000 that's reported on Sunday there will be it tends to be less over the weekend they'll probably 
carry on rising and it may well come to pass that the the the, the infection rate is a hundred thousand a day a day and yet they're not locking down they're locking down in california that's got twice the population and about a quarter of the number of the infections that florida have but florida for some reason doesn't want to hear of it there's uh, they've hardly uh, uh, locked down much at all i mean they've locked down bars and you know the, a few restaurants yeah. but not not all of these big social gatherings and stuff and it's just weird but uh, there I, we go I, I, just, I just wonder how different things would be if it wasn't a presidential election year you know it oh, seems strangely strangely and, and, also, really and also if the governor was a democrat not a republican yeah, uh, yeah but exactly. yeah there you go but you know for all those old people who retired to florida wow what a great place to be living at the moment it's not sort of uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's not where you yeah, want to yeah. be is an age. No, uh, well, golden, I, 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 I think I'd definitely be getting home deliveries. I wouldn't be venturing out, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've got a couple, one or two minutes left, Jerry. So um, can quickly um, whiz us through um, so the euro, uh, slightly positive, yeah. about 1% yeah. up last week. Well, um, currency still currency is still marching higher against the dollar or dollar giving up more ground. And this is something that has been brewing for a while. Um, you know, the, what we've got to remember is back in um, March, in reaction to the pandemic, the Federal Reserve, the U.S. Central Bank, they really slashed interest rates to near zero. And this, I think, has yeah. been a key driver in the dollar's uh, weakness, really, um, And the, because there's very little daylight now between the interest rates of, for example, the Eurozone, uh, the U.K., uh, Japan, and the U.S. now. So there's no, you're not getting any sort of carry by holding dollars. Uh, and so that's removed that sort of key argument, really. So that's a good point because they were some way ahead of everywhere else, weren't they? Really? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I say in relative terms, maybe only a percent or you know, in a bit, but you know, quite a lot, quite a lot more interesting holding dollars uh, than it was holding other currencies. That's for sure. Enough, whereas... it, it, enough to make a big difference. And and there have yeah. been uh, there's an article in the FT that basically. Um, uh, focused on um, the fact that the uh, I mean, this came out about a week ago, but that the conditions are not supportive of of the dollar uh, now. You know, you've got mm -hmm. a, a badly um, managed pandemic uh, re uh, response to the pandemic uh, in the U.S. Trump has ha made a real hash of dealing with the Black Lives Matters protests, and his poll ratings are not good. And and anyone knows that if Trump doesn't get in, Republican. A Democrat, Joe Biden, gets in. Um, stock markets don't react well to Democrats generally. Um, so I think that is something that the markets might want to start pricing in at some stage. But certainly that's been reflected in the dollar weakness. And what is it? Um, how many is that? Is that 10, 12 business days we've had of uh, uh, dollar weakness or euro strength? And, and, and more today. Look at it. Just touched on a, yeah. a, a, new, uh, a new high since uh, that March. Um, yeah, March, probably the right. biggest moving currency, uh, the, the the euro, wasn't it last week? Some, some, some yeah. Big yeah, 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 yeah. We were up uh, what a, a one and a quarter cents, which is about what one point one point one percent. It's it's a big move. Um, it it is definitely a big move, and I, I think, as I said, I think the fundamentals are stacking against the dollar at the moment.
Okay, uh, and just very quickly, the commodities. I mean, oil, not really doing a whole heap. It's, it's in a very, very tight range, not really worth looking at, to be honest. Um, yeah. I think we need to see a bit of sort of a breakout either way and then start to get on the next move after it starts to wake up a little bit to become more interesting. Gold, on the other hand, seems to be hugging that sort of 1810 area. It's been doing it for about two weeks now. Can't can't seem to break through it. I think we can see that good break above 1810. We'll see a little bit of life on it, particularly if you know we start to react negatively to um, some of the earnings data that might come out but we're going to talk about that in the next um podcast video because we've got uh, quite a few events coming up for the week ahead um so uh, anything else to, to finish us off with uh jerry just uh, no just yes, yeah, in relation to gold you you mentioned that it's it, it is hitting a brick wall at the moment at 1810 um it, it it gold is sort of defying some of the normal logic uh, it is a risk haven uh, sort of um, uh, sort of place to park your money um, and you might expect it to fall back as the stock market continues to rally but I think the bur the bulls are definitely in control we've discussed it every week over the last month and a half mm. um, and it, it, it I think the sliding US dollar is only making this precious metal even more attractive for now um, I'm not a, a massive fan but um, you know you're now in sort of clear air as we call it and, and a break above 1810 could easily lock, unlock 1900 yeah yeah good uh, okay well that's um that's pretty much it from us uh, this week uh, everybody as i said if you want to tune in for one of our live events uh, then please come along uh, register you can go to our website and visit bit.ly so bit.ly slash learn ts and you can register for a free place at one of our live trading webinar events otherwise uh, please tune in to our podcast where we talk about what's coming up for the week ahead as well and so have a look out for that one uh, also on our podcast channel uh, but otherwise have a great week's trading everybody and uh, we'll see you next time bye-bye for now <laughs>